Hi folks, this is Abel James, and thanks so much for joining us on Fat Burning Man, where we talk about real food and real results. This week, we're here with Dr. Andrew Saul, the Mega Vitamin Man, another awesome, catchy nickname. And you'll learn how to take your health into your own hands with cheap, readily available, and easy-to-use vitamins. Before we get to the show, here's the review of the week. 42 Feeling 24 again. This one is from Kevin. Abel talks about real food, real results in a way that real people can understand. 60 pounds overweight and in back pain for the last two years. I was about to give up and start telling myself that I'm just getting old and that I would have to deal with it. Then I happened upon Abel's podcast. I've learned so much in the past three months. It started me on a journey that has improved my life in so many ways. Thank you for your honesty. I wish I could shake your hand to say thank you. Well, Kevin, this is a pretty close second to that, but I hope that we do meet someday. Uh, And congratulations on on learning so much about health. There really is a wild world out there in the world of food is medicine, healing your body by going back to your roots, getting outside. You don't have to settle for getting old too soon. So if you'd like to share your story or if you changed your body or your life and you want to let me know, please go ahead and leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you might be listening to or watching this show. You can also drop me a line at Abel at FatBurningMan.com to share your story. I always love hearing from you guys. So I've been approached by a lot of different companies that want to influence the show with sponsorships and all sorts of other corporate back scratching. But I want to stay out of that and, and keep the show independent, keep it real for you guys. So we cover the cost of bringing the show to you by making cool online courses, ebooks, apps, stuff like that, giving you all of the best of our premium content all in one place. So this week, I hope you'll consider checking out our new and improved 30-day fat loss plan. In this plan, we share 30 days of mouth-watering meal plans that are designed to help you drop fat with real food. The meal plans are paleo-friendly, easy to make, and literally the meals that my wife Allison and I eat day in, day out to stay lean, fit, and happy. The Wild Diet 30-Day Fat Loss Plan is a transformational program we developed after years of researching and coaching the most effective, permanent, and healthy principles behind rapid fat loss and total body recomposition. And since then, thousands of folks from all corners of the globe have achieved massive positive change in their lives using the Wild Diet 30-Day Program. In the program, you'll get the facts about how much protein you really need, a thorough understanding of the blood sugar and insulin process within your body and how this affects your ability to lose body fat, the most effective method of meal and nutrient timing to best stimulate fat loss and muscle recovery, 30 days of specific healthy fat-burning paleo-friendly meal plans, and tons more. And if you grab it today, you'll even get a listener discount. All you have to do is type in fatburningman.com forward slash 30 days. That's the number 30 D-A-Y-S. Once again, that's fatburningman.com forward slash 30 days, the number 30 D-A-Y-S to get your listener discount. All right, so on to the show with Dr. Andrew Saul, a man who inspires us to take our health into our own hands by doctoring ourselves. On today's show, you will learn how to upgrade your health with high-dose vitamins, the surprising benefits of vitamin C, why a grandmother is worth two doctors, what to do when you're stung by a scorpion like I was a few months ago, and much more. All right, let's go hang out with Dr. Andrew Saul. 
This episode is brought to you by Wild Superfoods. Let's start with a quick question. Do health supplements really work? After testing many hundreds of tonics, supplements, powders, and potions over the past seven plus years, my wife Allison and I have found very few companies that we actually trust. Massive, faceless corporations seem to be running the show, often prioritizing profits well above our collective health. Many supplements in stores and online are of extremely low quality, are ridiculously overpriced, and some don't even contain the active ingredient they're supposed to be selling. We all deserve much better. That's why my wife Allison and I created Wild Superfoods. We're a small family business and we take our own products daily because we think they're the best out there. Our ultimate daily bundle provides you with a complete supplement regimen that you can trust to deliver maximum health benefits without the guesswork. Whether you're looking for Mega Omegas, Vitamin D Stack, Probiotic Spheres, or Future Greens, our cutting edge supplements have you covered. And as a listener of Fat Burning Man, you can save over $80 on a one-time purchase or save over $128 when you select subscribe and save. All you have to do is head on over to wildsuperfoods.com. You can type it into your address bar right now to order your very own health-boosting goodies for a rocking listener discount for a limited time. And as always, if you don't love any of our products from Wild Superfoods, then you get your money back. So one more time, all you have to do to check it out is visit wildsuperfoods.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you there. All right, folks, I'm very happy to be here this week with Dr. Andrew Saul, who's the mega vitamin man. Andrew has 40 years of experience in natural health education. His peer-reviewed website, DrYourself.com is one of the largest non-commercial natural health resources on the internet. We're going to talk about how you can upgrade your health with vitamins here today. Dr. Andrew Saul, thank you so much for being here. How are you? Good, and thanks for having me on your program. Absolutely. So why don't we get started? Just generally speaking, what should people know about the potential of vitamins to heal the body and improve overall health? Because we're kind of a pill-popping culture, as it were. And I think that vitamins are something that are quite a bit different from drugs, but it's something that a lot of people aren't taking right now. So let's just start generally. Why are vitamins important? Well, save your life for a start. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Improve the quality of your life. Sure. Help you, everyone around you, help you and everyone in your family, your friends, and the entire world to be happier and uh, more productive and healthier. But outside of that, you know, it's up to you. You don't really have to do it. <laughs> sure. Well, a lot of people don't trust them, right? And we'll, we'll talk about that, that a little bit more later and, and why that is. But what is it about vitamins that you found that, that most people don't know? The big point and the most important thing I can offer is this. For 70 years, seven zero years, medical doctors have been using high doses of vitamins to cure disease. Mm -hmm. This has been somewhat obscured, to put it nicely, yeah. from the public. If you watch TV or go on the internet or you pick up a magazine or a newspaper, uh, reporters, politicians, and even doctors will pretty much tell you that well, it sounds promising, but there's just no evidence that these vitamins in high doses are going to cure disease. Right. And not only that, they'd be dangerous. This is what you hear all the time. Mm -hmm. And that's completely false. 
Uh, we know back in the 1930s, as early as 1935, 1936, a Columbia University physician and professor of biochemistry named Klaus Jungblut was stopping and curing polio with vitamin C. Yeah. And he didn't even use that high a dose. In 1945 to 50 or so, it was Dr. Frederick Robert Conner. He was curing polio with very high doses of vitamin C. Mm -hmm. In the 1960s and 70s, you have um, Robert F. Cathcart, another MD and a surgeon, and he's curing viral pneumonia with high doses of vitamin C. And then we go into the 80s and 90s and into the new millennium, and we've got Reardon, Hoffer, Cathcart, and many other physicians who are using high-dose vitamin C therapy. Now, here's what's interesting. Yeah. We're talking 50,000, 100,000, 200,000 milligrams of vitamin C a day. That's, that's a lot of vitamin a, C. <laughs> that's a whole lot of vitamin C. Yeah. But, you know, um, if you take an antibiotic, if the doctor prescribes an antibiotic to you, and when I worked on the farm as a dairyman many years ago, I would personally give antibiotics to cows. It was part of my job. Sure. Mastitis is part of the dairy industry. Got to get rid of it. I would give one to two million units of antibiotic to a cow. Now, nobody said, oh, gee, that's too much antibiotic. You should, right. That's an overdose of antibiotic. That right. cow will have expensive urine. <laughs> you don't hear this. What you hear is you got a sick cow. You have to give it the right dose. Now, mm -hmm. in pharmacology, everybody knows that a dose of a medication is a salient point. But with vitamins, you've been told, and you've been told wrong, that dose has really very little to do with it. Mm -hmm. So they won't give high doses because they claim they don't work. They don't even want you to take low doses because they claim they're dangerous, and that's just nonsense. Yeah. So Klenner and Cathcart, Reardon, Hoffer, and other physicians, these are real doctors who practice for decades, and they gave these mind-numbing high doses of C. So Dr. Cathcart's message was when you take oral vitamin C, you take it to bowel tolerance. Mm -hmm. And that means exactly what you think it means. I've experienced it many times. <laughs> there you go. And at this level, vitamin C works very much like an antibiotic mm -hmm. and antihistamine and antipyretic at a lower fever and antitoxin, one of the best in the world, Yeah. and an antidepressant. And a nice little side effect is that if you take high doses of vitamin C, it will, to some extent, curb your appetite. Yeah. Very interesting. I hadn't heard the curb your appetite thing. Well, <laughs> try it and see. When yeah. you get to the really high doses, you'll notice that you're still going to eat, and mm -hmm. you're probably going to eat well, especially if you have the discipline and the gray matter to know why that's important. Yeah. But you're going to find that the, the, a lot of food cravings go away. There was a study done and published in a New York State peer-reviewed journal years ago yeah. on smokers who, instead of picking up a cigarette, would spray vitamin C in the back of their mouth. Everybody asks me, where can you buy spray vitamin C? The answer is, I don't know. You can make your own. It's easy. I have no financial connection with any part of the health products industry. I don't sell and vitamins. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> well, I'm going to calm people down right away that yeah. I'm not selling this product. You just mm -hmm. take some ascorbic acid crystals, folks. You put it in water. You go, <laughs> okay, that's easy. Yeah. Or you can take a chewable vitamin C or oral doses. But what they found was that smokers that took vitamin C before they had the cigarette were less likely to want the cigarette. Mm -hmm. Indeed, the smoking went down, and many of them stopped entirely. Now, the cool thing was, not only did they find their cravings for nicotine went down, but they didn't gain weight. 
Hmm. They didn't have food cravings either. Now, it's very common when someone's coming off an addiction for them to substitute one for another. Right. And food can kill you, but at least it's legal. (laughs) (laughs) But these folks found that when they took vitamin C, not only did they come off the nicotine, the cigarettes, but Mm -hmm. they also did not have weight gain. They did not have food craving. So that's what I based my statement on. How interesting. So... I'm always fascinated by how many people, even in the the health industry, don't take vitamins themselves. Vitamin C is so available, so cheap. What is preventing people from actually taking it day to day? It's a belief system. It's the very thing that you know in your work with other people, with your listeners, with your family, with yourself. That if you believe something, you're probably going to not really look into the option. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get chow mein in a French restaurant. You're not yeah. going to get a Republican to say, hey, vote Democrat. Right. You just aren't going to find that. You go to a medical doctor who went to medical school, has a medical doctor's degree, prescribes medicines, and is basically funded and tracked by the pharmaceutical industry from the moment they enter medical school to the day they hang up their shingle. And this is literally true, and it's been going on since the 1930s. Not everybody knows that. Mm -hmm. Nothing new here. So when we go to the doctor, we go to the medical doctor. Well, there are other types of doctors. There's naturopathic doctors that would use diet instead of drugs. Or there's you. I think you should be the manager of your own case. And I think the best thing to do is to use your doctor the way you'd use any other skilled employee. And people think, ooh, employee, that's an unusual name for a doctor. I said, look, whoever gets paid is the employee. Yeah. That's so interesting. Well, and if you kind of liken that to taking your car to the mechanic, it's a lot better to know a little bit of something about your car or else you're going to get hosed. That's right. And not only that, in many instances, you can prevent the problem. And a good mechanic would tell you, hey, you know, if you just keep an eye on this, you won't have the problem. I learned that with my first car, which was a walking lesson in mechanics many years ago. <laughs> and you, we learn, and we learn by experience. Uh, Will Rogers put that nicely. He mm-hmm. said, basically, people are not convinced by argument. They're convinced by experience. Yeah. And the great medical doctor and Nobel Prize winner Albert Schweitzer said the same thing pretty much. Not only is example the best way to teach, example is the only way to teach. Yeah. All you have to do is be the example. If you're sick of sickness, the Chinese say, you're no longer sick. And I've had it. I'm just not going to deal with this nonsense anymore. I have good news for people that there's a way out. Instead of taking the antibiotic, you might be able, not for sure, but you might be able to take massive doses of vitamin C the way these doctors told you over the last few decades. Take it to bowel tolerance. Now, bowel tolerance does not mean diarrhea. A lot of people think, whoa. No, it's not that. Uh, When you are taking oral vitamin C, first of all, you have to divide the dose. Mm -hmm. You can't just take it all at once or you'll have bowel tolerance in a couple hours. You divide the C through the day. Water-soluble vitamin, that's how it works. The second thing you have to recognize is that some people have sensitive stomachs and they need to buffer the vitamin C. The simplest buffer is to just put stuff in your stomach. Mm -hmm. Water, that'll buffer it. 
that will reduce the acidity. That's basic chemistry from high school. We've all forgotten. It's time to go back to it. Yep. If you dilute it, the acidity goes down. And you should be drinking more water anyway. Yep. Everybody says that. Richard Simmons will tell you that. Sure. Everybody, your doctor will tell you. Everybody, grandma will tell you. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you. And the third thing is to keep in mind that if you have a really sensitive stomach, you can get buffered vitamin C, or you can just buffer with some calcium, Mm -hmm. or by having a meal, or even a little snack. Yeah, Uh, It's easy to do. Now, when you get to the rumble, you get to the flatulence, the gas, you get the gurgle down there, that's close enough. That's what Linus Pauling calls loose stool. Mm-hmm. And we live in a fairly constipated nation anyway. There's sure. nothing particularly wrong with having vitamin C to that point. So at this level, you're at oral saturation. And this is where vitamin C has the therapeutic benefit. This is not in the newspaper. This mm-hmm. is not on TV. This is rarely found on the Internet. Right. So if I die tomorrow, I want you to hear this today. Take enough vitamin C to be symptom-free whatever the amount might be, yeah. take enough to feel great, to get well, and that is a dynamic amount. If you're in great health, you might not be able to take more than ten or 15,000 a day, or maybe sure. even 3,000. Mm-hmm. But if you're sick as a dog with influenza, or if you're fighting Ebola, or you're fighting the measles, mm-hmm. it's just mind-numbing how much vitamin C you can take, and this applies to children. Now, my grandchildren, who are two and a half and four and a half, are getting about 5,000 milligrams of vitamin C a day. Wow. And these kids are just wonderfully, lively, healthy little people. Mm-hmm. And they'll come around. Um, my The two-year-old's a blast because he likes the chewable C, and he'll do the happy arms, you know. <laughs> kids can learn this. Yeah. You can do this with, with elderly people. You can put vitamin C in liquid. And sure. if somebody's very ill. Mm-hmm. or they're hospitalized, you can give them intravenous vitamin C. Yeah, and Intravenous vitamin C is a very, very powerful tool. It's been shown to resolve various forms of cancer, including some of the toughest ones, uh, such as ovarian and pancreatic and bowel cancer. These are very hard to treat. Mm-hmm. So high-dose vitamin C, as used by Dr. Hugh Reardon and his colleagues, actually show a very high cure rate. It's not the answer, but it's an awfully big part of the total answer. Absolutely. I know that I've been taking vitamin C. It was actually my wife's mom who every time we came over to the house, she was just putting it out there, making us have it. It was such a beautiful thing. And I think I saw on your website, a grandmother is worth two doctors or something like that. I just loved that quote, right? Because it kind of links the habits for preventative medicine into what actually makes changes. But after doing that for a few years, I can say that uh, your body starts to learn to associate kind of craving vitamin C, craving the right things, and linking it to the effect of having health, not getting sick. And I, I can say, after taking it for a little while, I can, I can definitely vouch for your point where it seems like some days you want a certain amount and maybe it's not that much. But uh, a few months ago, I was stung by an Arizona bark scorpion, one of the most dangerous in the world. And mm. I took an ungodly amount of vitamin C throughout that whole, whole ordeal. And I think it kept me alive. It was the only thing that kept me from, from curling up and dying through that. But can you talk about how that works a little bit biochemically? We don't want to go down too far the rabbit holes. But why does vitamin C work so powerfully within the body to improve health pretty much across the board? 
Well, it does so many things so well that a lot of people just tuned it out at this point. Now, Dr. Frederick Robert Corner found that vitamin C was an antitoxin and mm. it was effective against scorpion bites. So you are reinventing the wheel, which is good, but this work was done in the 1940s and 50s. It's also been used to treat highland moccasin mm. bites, mm -hmm. black widow spider bites, and all manner of other things. So vitamin C is an antitoxin. Dr. Tom Levy talks a lot about this book and his wonderful book on vitamin C as vitamin C, infectious diseases, and such and such by Levy, L-E-V-Y. Tom's a good guy. He's a medical doctor. He's a cardiologist. And he goes over in detail, for those who want to know, mm -hmm. exactly how vitamin C works as an antitoxin. It's a very, very powerful antioxidant. Vitamin C is involved as a coenzyme in so many things in the body it would be hard to track. People wonder, how can one vitamin be an antihistamine, an antitoxin, an antiparetic, an antibiotic, mm -hmm. an antiviral, and an antidepressant yeah. <laughs> all at once? And it's because your body happens to know how to do a lot of things with a relatively small number of building blocks. Mm -hmm. For instance, look what your body can do with, say, water. <laughs> yeah, Water's just H2O. Uh, molecules don't come a lot simpler than that. You've got two little hydrogens and one oxygen, and without water, we're dead. Without mm -hmm. water, our planet is dead. Water's mm -hmm. the very basis of life. Look at all the things you can do with water. You can drink it. You can swim in it. You can, you can do all kinds of wonderful things without yeah. it. We're done. The same is true with, say, protein. The same is true with vitamin C. So vitamin C is too good for too many things, and a lot of people just think, and that's why I want to bring them home that these are physicians, not me, not you, not somebody that we just met that has no credentials out, uh, along the street or in a garage. We're talking about medical doctors that used this high dose level for these conditions for decades. And I love bringing this forward because most people, even those with very high level educations, mm -hmm. have never heard, for instance, that Dr. Robert Cathcart was uh, treating AIDS patients, and he had them symptom-free on 200,000 milligrams of C a day. Now, yeah. they were still HIV positive, sure, but they didn't have any symptoms. Now, that's a step in the right direction. Yeah, I worked with a woman years ago, 25 years ago or more, closer to 30, in fact, and she had HIV. It was right at the beginning. She had HIV. And she had alcohol problems, drug problems, personal problems, nutrition problems. She was a heavy smoker. You name it, she was doing it wrong. Sure. And I mentioned to her that you might want to consider looking at Dr. Cathcart's protocol and really shovel in the vitamin C. And you might want to clean up your diet and your, your life as well. Mm -hmm. Well, here's what she did. She tried to clean up her life as much as she could. She got off the drugs. She got off the alcohol eventually. She kept smoking. Her diet was eh, menza menza, but she took an awful lot of vitamin C. Mm -hmm. So I saw her a few years ago again. I hadn't seen her for at least 20 years. And she mentioned just in passing that the last three times she went in to get tested, they can't find HIV. Hmm. Now, she probably is still HIV positive, but they can't find it. Interesting. Now, this is very interesting because anyone will tell you that's impossible. Right. But she is a walking, talking example of someone who took huge amounts of vitamin C for 25 years. Right. And they can't find HIV in her. That has got to be good. Yeah. <laughs> you don't hear things like that 
very often. But what is the thing that's holding traditional medicine back so much from really embracing these more alternatives, the alternative medicine, natural care, and, and vitamins in particular? I, I can see all your viewers and listeners saying right now, come on, right. take a guess. <laughs> <laughs> it could have something to do with money. Yeah. It could Good. have something to do with, again, what I said earlier, a belief system. Mm-hmm. Uh, doctors, by the time they're done with medical school, are pretty heavily indoctrinated. And the general rule with most physicians is if they haven't been taught it, it's not worth knowing. Yeah. But that's unfortunate. Medical school is not nutritional school. If your doctor has a nutritional education, you're very fortunate. Most doctors have had possibly one course in nutrition. Mm -hmm. I taught at a chiropractic college. We required two courses in nutrition, Mm -hmm. and that does not exactly make you uh, the world authority in nutrition, but it's still twice as much as an MD. We have to understand that doctors are being kept from this information. What they learn about nutrition is basically eat the four food groups, don't take supplements, and that's the end of that. Let's find out about something that will really help. Mm -hmm. This is why doctors need to read their own journals and take a look at the thousands, not hundreds, but thousands of good studies on nutrition every year showing that diet and specifically vitamins is the safest, most cost-effective, most patient-friendly, most doctor-friendly way Mm -hmm. to treat illness. Yeah. I had a hernia repair recently. Uh, we just moved, and um, I, I left that box that nobody else wanted to lift because right. I'm dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and I still left the box. You know, I, I, I can do my 2,000 crunches in uh, 55 minutes, and I'm feeling pretty good about that. Sure. Uh, I, I, I do my walking. You know, I'm a, I'm a lean, mean fighting machine. I, yeah. I lost 45 pounds. My, mom, my blood pressure went up, you see. Wow. And I had to take my own advice, you know, and that's, oh, gee. Well, I gained weight gradually. You know the drill. Mm -hmm. I gained weight gradually. So I lost the 45 pounds, got down to a trim 191. I'm back in the game. But this particular box decided that it didn't want to be lifted. So I had the hernia return. No big deal. Outpatient. In the first 23 hours, I took 150,000 milligrams of vitamin C. Wow. Didn't get to bowel tolerance. Yeah. Where is it going? This should interest doctors. Mm-hmm. This should interest people. Hmm. That's just not possible, is it? But right. it is. Yeah. The body soaks vitamin C up. It is the healing vitamin, and it's involved in so many different things. This is true with other vitamins as well. Mm-hmm. They're useful in many, many aspects. So the yeah. reason one vitamin can cure so many conditions is because a deficiency of one vitamin can cause so many. Right. I love that. So maybe people are thinking about, huh, maybe there is something to this vitamin C thing. How do, how do you take it every day? The way that I have found works best with my habits is every night before I go to bed, I try to drink a big glass of water, do the same thing in the morning. But every night I'm scooping in usually three heaping uh, spoonfuls of vitamin C with that glass of water and a lot of times with magnesium as well and it's something that you you like i said before you learn to crave that what are some of your tips for actually getting it into your habits well your approach is fine um a teaspoon is between four and five thousand milligrams so you're Mm -hmm. getting 12 to fifteen thousand milligrams at night some people will find that that'll keep them awake yeah because vitamin c does energize you in a matter of speaking 
it isn't an energy source. It enables you to use the energy that's in your body. Mm -hmm. Funny thing about people is they don't realize that if you're fat, you have stored energy. You're right. full of energy. You're just not using it. Yeah. <laughs> so with vitamin C, if you take a lot of it at night, it might keep you awake. But if you sleep well, then it's fine for you. Everybody's just a little bit different. Sure. Divide the dose. That's the first thing. And this takes discipline. A lot of folks are willing to take vitamin C in the morning or maybe at night, but try to get them to take it every half hour. Hmm. When I was sick with viral pneumonia, and again, that's what happens when you don't follow the laws of nature. Right. I was sick as a dog, very sick, went to an internist who was a good friend of mine. He said, here's an antibiotic. And I said, well, wait, you said I had viral pneumonia. He said, well, we don't really have anything for the virus, but we'll give you the antibiotic. <laughs> Might as well blast your system with antibiotics anyway. <laughs> In case you get a secondary antibiotic-sensitive <laughs> right. bacterial infection. And I sure. thought, all right, well, that's useless. But I was nice to him. <laughs> And I figured, well, I'm going to go home and I'm going to try this vitamin C thing. Because I've been taking vitamin C, but I had never done the rip-roaring, yeah. toilet-blasting amount that Dr. <laughs> Robert Cathcart talked about. Sure. Now, desperation is a funny thing. And that's often how we do our best work, when our mm -hmm. backs are against the wall and Absolutely. the jig is up. So what I started doing was I was playing Scrabble at the time with my spouse. And I lined up my vitamin C tablets, and I had a big pitcher of water and a little timer. And every six minutes, I took 2,000 milligrams. Hmm. Six minutes, huh? That's 20,000 an hour. My fever came down three degrees in three hours, and my cough stopped. And you got some okay. extra time to get those humdingers and scrabble, I bet. <laughs> I don't remember if I won the game, but... To be poetic about it, I certainly won in terms of feeling better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you do it, it works. And if you don't do it, it won't. People argue about that. Fine. You can argue with your body from now until the end of time. Go take your medications if that's what you want to do. Mm -hmm. The one free choice everybody has every day is what they will or will not eat, whether yeah. they will or will not exercise. Everybody makes that choice. And if you fail to make the choice, you made the choice. Right. <laughs> So once people realize they have a way out and that doctors have done this, it opens up an entirely new vista for them. There is a whole body of knowledge out there. The Journal of Orthomolecular Medicine, for instance, has been publishing on vitamin therapy since 1967. The archive is online and it's free. You can yeah. read all of this if you feel like it. But I thought or there was no evidence of this. <laughs> Doctors say, I haven't seen evidence, right. and that doctor is honest. True. That doctor hasn't seen it. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen Antarctica, <laughs> but I have it on good authority that it's there. For now, yeah. <laughs> and I, I have been to Australia, and until I was there, I just took Captain Cook's word for it. And sure. now I've actually been there. You know, there's nothing like experience. And what you're being told is to not try. The media is warning you off the very thing that will help you. The pharmaceutical industry can't be blamed for trying to push you into drugs. By the way, they make most of the vitamins, too. Yeah. But it's only 1% of their profits. Right. 99% of their profits. And we're talking a multi-trillion dollar worldwide cartel now. Almost all of their profit comes from the pill that costs $9, not the pill that costs two cents. Right. Vitamin C is so cheap, if you compare it milligram for milligram with a store-bought orange, vitamin C at a big box discount store is 400 times cheaper. Wow. 
than vitamin C from an orange. Now, I think it's a good idea to eat your fruits and veggies, but mm -hmm. what if you're what if you're broke? What if you're sick? Yeah. I'm interested in results. Biochemistry of vitamins is interesting, but that's not really where I'm at. I've taught chemistry. I've taught cell biology, biochemistry, nutrition, sure. and such. But what I'm really into is seeing people get well that didn't think they could. Mm -hmm. And you're one of them. Yeah. Everyone listening, everyone watching, there is something in this for you. And the beauty of it is you don't have to take my word for it. These are doctors that did it. And your doctor doesn't know about them. So your doctor's right when the doctor says, I haven't seen any evidence. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Well, that means you better. You right. better go and get that evidence and say to the doctor, here you go. And most doctors at that point will say, well, I'm a little busy for that. Oh, yeah. no. Your doctor's too busy to learn. You need to fire your doctor. Sure. Absolutely. And, and when you try this, especially vitamin C, because it's so easy, it's so available. I think that's one of the reasons that people don't do it is because it's not a silver bullet, right? It doesn't appear to be a silver bullet because it's kind of a commodity or in the, in the drug sense, it would be a generic and it's been generic for a long time. So you don't see all this marketing behind it because it's so available, so cheap. But if you start taking a little bit of it every day and, and look at how your life changes, your inflammation goes down, your energy improves, you might sleep better, all these things kind of across the board start adding up and you're like, oh, maybe there is something to this. And I can, I can tell you that I'm definitely a convert, as it were, uh, when it comes to taking vitamins. But what is it about vitamins today and vitamin therapy that we can't just get it from our food? Like, why is taking vitamins so advantageous, especially in the modern world? That's a really good question. The first part of that is dose. Mm -hmm. If you're sick, you have to throw the idea of food source vitamin right out the window because you can't afford it and you can't consume that much. You have to go with dose. Real estate is about location, location, and location. And vitamin therapy is about dose, dose, and dose. Yeah. Remember my description of the cow getting the antibiotic. If I'm supposed to give that cow one to two million units, if I give that cow 500 units of antibiotic and the veterinarian comes as the cow is dying, the veterinarian's going to say to the farmer, say to me, well, did you give the antibiotic? And I'm going to say, yes, yes, I did. Mm -hmm. I did regularly. Well, I'm surprised it didn't work. Well, how much did you give? Well, I gave it. I, I gave the antibiotic. Well, how much? But I, I gave the antibiotic. And right. you can go on forever here. How much? What was the dose? 500 milligrams? Well, of course it didn't work. And with vitamin C, as long as people think they can get enough vitamin C from a 500 milligram tablet or a couple of glasses of orange juice, mm -hmm. or a wimpy multivitamin, mm -hmm. they're going to not see definitive results. If you want results, you have to take enough C to be symptom-free, and mm -hmm. that will vary from person to person and day to day. Yeah. If I'm healthy, I take about 18,000 milligrams of C a day. Yeah. If I'm sick, I don't even measure it. I just take it until I get to all tolerance, and then I count out about what I had, and it's usually over 100 grand. Mm -hmm. The second thing we have to keep in mind is that food today is kind of crappy. Uh, we have a lot of food that's grown on poor soils. Right. We have GMO foods, which I think are highly questionable and should be avoided. My personal feeling is that nature is smarter than we are. Yeah. And I would not tinker with what's worked for the last mm, hundred million years. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet that. 
I would not change the design of a fern or a shark mm -hmm. or a ginkgo tree. And these have been around since the dinosaurs. And right. they're exactly the same. There's a reason for that. Uh, we've had a long time to work out the evolutionary details of natural, unprocessed whole foods. And what do we do? We eat junk food, load up on sugar, mm -hmm. and pour chemicals down our throat. And then as Plato said, Plato said this a long time ago, we've made of ourselves living cesspools and driven doctors to invent names for our diseases. Yeah. And that's, that's it. So your food today, unless you go all organic, unless you're really, really close to the land and, and you really watch it, mm -hmm. you're going to be getting a diet that's substandard. And even if you eat really well when you're sick, the dose has to be higher. Yeah. And I would say just, just a little personal tidbit, uh, the people who are listening out there, you folks have heard so many different health personalities come on this show, and a lot of times we'll get together. And one of the things that happens is uh, a lot of times this one particular guest of the show, Dr. Lowe, comes out and she has <laughs> high doses of vitamins, and sometimes there's drinking involved. And so basically what happens, the next morning, everyone kind of like slogs into the health conference or whatever. And I've seen a lot of these past guests of the show pull their pants down, get a shot of all these vitamins, and come back to life. It's amazing the changes that happen when you start to concentrate these things. And it's, uh, you know, it's not always realistic for people to drink 40 glasses of orange juice or whatever in the morning, especially with a hangover. But taking these vitamins has a huge effect. And I think your point is so well taken that we can't always source that from food. Sometimes getting a big shot of the things that your body needs all at once can be very advantageous. Right. It depends what the body requires. When you are sick, you're just not going to get enough from food. You're not going to come close. Mm -hmm. For preventive maintenance, a really good diet, might be enough for you, but I kind of doubt it. Yeah. Uh, here's, here's an example. A gorilla consumes around 4,500 milligrams of vitamin C a day by eating raw natural foods all day. Mm -hmm. Gorilla is bigger than we are, but if we work that out, that would be maybe 2,000 for us. And we look at other animals in the primate group, uh, that's the chimps, the apes, humans. Mm -hmm. And there are other animals that uh, consume vitamin C, and they all consume more than we do. For instance, monkeys. Monkeys consume maybe 20 to 30 times more vitamin C than we do because they eat a better diet. Right. Now, the real kicker is almost every animal, other than ones I've mentioned, makes vitamin C. Hmm. So dogs, cats, fleas, whales, earthworms, frogs, uh, not, not guinea pigs. Mm -hmm. Rats make their own, say, mice do, but guinea pigs don't. But just about every animal, from a flea to a ferret to a flounder to a blue whale, they all make vitamin C. And when you analyze how much a goat, a cat, a dog, a cow makes, it turns out that per human body weight equivalent, they make between two and 15,000 milligrams a day. Hmm. That's what the RDA should be. Yeah. The RDA is less than 100. Now, that is a problem. The same government that tells us that we need an RDA of less than 100 milligrams a day of vitamin C mm -hmm. also, through the United States Department of Agriculture, publishes vitamin C guidelines for animals. So if you have a zoo mm -hmm. or you're a breeder, or you do laboratory research and you keep animals, you are supposed to give your guinea pigs and your monkeys 
certain level of vitamin C. Are you ready for this? Yep. Hit it. The standards are 10 to 15 times higher per body weight than for us. Wow. So the government says animals deserve more vitamin C than you do. And that's not good medicine. That that doesn't even pass the straight face test. Mm-hmm. If vitamin C were expensive, it would be different. You wondered earlier what might be keeping people away from this. One other thing is the mistaken notion that vitamin C is somehow dangerous. Yeah. Vitamin C does not cause kidney stones. It just doesn't. Mm-hmm. That vitamin C kidney stone is a lot like a unicorn. <laughs> you know what a unicorn is. You've seen pictures of them. Mm -hmm. You can imagine one in your mind right now. You can describe it. You could probably even draw it, Mm -hmm. and they don't exist. There is no vitamin C kidney stone. There just isn't. I've asked people to send me evidence of this for 35 years, and I've received nearly one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The only thing that you'll get is evidence that vitamin C increases oxalate production, and it does. Sure. And oxalate can form a calcium oxalate kidney stone. But what they don't tell you, and what Dr. Emmanuel Cheraskin of the University of Alabama Medical School at Birmingham would tell you, Mm -hmm. is that vitamin C blocks the union of calcium and oxalate. Mm -hmm. How about that? It's almost as if nature knows what it's doing. And vitamin C dissolves magnesium-based stones and, and it dissolves most kidney stones. So not only does vitamin C not form a stone, it actually dissolves most of them. And this has been known since the Canadian physician William J. McCormick was discussing this um, not long after the Second World War. So vitamin C does not cause kidney stones. About the biggest side effect there is with vitamin C is failure to take enough of it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And occasionally the the flatulence and the stomach upset, especially if people, you know, start taking a huge amount right away. You kind of need to build up to it, don't you? It depends. Um, For normal preventive maintenance to find out what your optimum dose is on an ongoing basis, yes. I recommend people start small and work up. And this comes really from Dr. Richard Passwater, who wrote a nutrition book that I read called Super Nutrition. Mm -hmm. It came out in the late 1970s. It was one of the very first nutrition books that I actually read and enjoyed reading. Dr. Passwater is a great guy. Uh, he mentioned you should start taking the vitamin and, and see how you feel. Yeah. And if you feel better, take a little more. And if you feel better, take a little more. And keep taking more as long as you get an added benefit. And right. the point where you don't get an added benefit, go back to where you were and stay there. And that is so elegant. And that's how you can do it with vitamin C. Yeah. You can start with 500 milligrams a meal and then maybe increase that by 500 a day. But if you are ill, you can't wait. If you have influenza, you have to go for broke and just shovel the stuff in. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want to do that, you should get an IV. This means you have to find a doctor who will give one. That's what the Internet is for. This is much more expensive. Mm -hmm. Frequent oral doses. If you actually take 2,000 every six minutes when you have influenza, you will get a blood level that is comparable but lower, but comparable to an IV. You see, you're simulating an IV. You keep the vitamin C going in all the time. Mm -hmm. Dr. Steve Hickey and Hillary Roberts uh, in England call this dynamic flow. It's a very, very basic point that a lot of people miss. Dividing the dose 
frequency of dose, maintaining the dose, and the total dose. So it's quantity, frequency, and duration. Right. You need enough, you got to take it maddeningly frequently, mm -hmm. and you've got to keep taking it. People say, well, how long do I have to take this, say? Well, I don't know. How about yeah. until you get better? Right. <laughs> well, how will I know? How, you mean, how will you know? Don't you know if you're better? Mm -hmm. You're in your body. You know if you're better. Mm -hmm. And what will happen is as you take the C, you'll need less as you get better. Yeah. So if you took 130,000 milligrams like I did when I had influenza, after a few days, you can't even get to 100, yeah. even. And after a few more days, you can't get to 70. And after a few more days, you can't get to 30. It's self-adjusting. Mm -hmm. Children can learn how to do this. I taught my kids how to get to bowel tolerance by simply telling them, if you miss school, you're going to be resting this weekend. Yeah. And you won't be going out to play. Right. Well, they immediately bought into the idea that they could manage their own case. They didn't take C so they could go to school. Mm -hmm. They took C so they could have their weekend. Right. Which got <laughs> them to school. An eight-year-old can do this. Yeah. What we have here is a technology that's cheap, safe, and effective, and we've all been told that anything that's cheap can't be effective. Mm -hmm. Anything that's safe can't be effective. Mm -hmm. And anything that's cheap, safe, and effective has to be a figment of somebody's imagination that's unproven, and somebody's just trying to sell you a bill of goods. No, yeah. there's no money in vitamin C. Right. It's cheap. Uh, you can get a kilo of it for, I don't know, $25 or less. It's a very inexpensive vitamin, and it does so much. Yeah. People that look into this never go back. There is an oncologist in Puerto Rico, a radiation oncologist, mm -hmm. and he started giving his cancer patients high doses of vitamin C, and he said that. He said, once you do that, you will never go back because he found tumor uh, reduction and mm -hmm. improvement of quality of life, length of life, right away, just by giving the vitamin C. And this is a conventionally trained radiation oncologist. Now, why would he give the C? It wasn't part of his training. He gave it because he was curious. Mm -hmm. He was intellectually curious. And that's what a lot of doctors nowadays aren't. They've had it beaten out of them mm -hmm. between the government, the insurance companies, the pharmaceutical salespeople, right. those nicely dressed people that always get to go in before you do when you yep. go to the doctor's office. They'll buy you a steak. Yeah. <laughs> the doctors are under so much pressure. You know, the nicest thing you can do for your doctor is to really surprise him or her. Go in and be well. Yeah. I have a deal with my doctor. She's a wonderful woman, doesn't know anything about nutrition, but doesn't have to because I do. Right. And we have a deal. And the deal is, if I'm healthy, she's happy. Hey, yeah. okay, we're fine. We're down with that. Sure. You need a doctor that'll treat you as an adult. You need what I call a workable physician. Mm -hmm. Your doctor doesn't have to be a vitamin fanatic, but your doctor should be willing to do a therapeutic trial of nutrition. It was Dr. Roger J. Williams, professor of chemistry at the University of Texas and discoverer of one of the B vitamins, panathenic acid. Mm -hmm. He said, when in doubt, use nutrition first. And in this country, with its $3 trillion health disease bill every year, right. it's use nutrition last. Yeah. We, we've got to change that. First thing you do when you have a sniffle, Linus Pauling said, first thing you do if you have a sniffle or a sneeze, 
is take 4,000 milligrams of vitamin C. Mm -hmm. That's a level teaspoon of powder. And I usually take three times that. Wow. Now, that's very good advice. Yeah. It's, it's advice that I take, and it's worked. I get sick so rarely these days, and so much of that is preventative medicine. It's, it's doing those boring little things every day that add up to you being well for a long time. Now, we're coming up on time, but uh, I want to make sure that we talk about this because it's so rare that I get someone on the show who has no monetary connection to a supplement company, to the natural health industry, to selling a big fancy book, to a PR company that's trying to get them on all the shows, whatever. What is your, your reason for making that choice? Well, I want to disclaim and say I have quite a few books out. Sure. And I do like it when people read my books. You can get them at the library if you can't afford them. Uh, at the Doctor Yourself website, you can read a lot of the articles there. But the, the real benefit for me is I saw this work with my own children. I mm -hmm. became a vitamin nut when I had my newborn, firstborn son put in my arms at the age of 22. Hmm. And it's like, here, Dad. Yeah. And I think, uh-oh, this is no longer academic. Mm -hmm. This is not a game. This is not a drill. This little baby depends on me for his life, and I had better know what I'm doing. And what I found was that the pediatricians did not know anything at all about vitamin therapy. Yeah. And I saw from my moderate amount of reading long, long time ago mm -hmm. that there was something in it. So I made it my business to find out, and I have never regretted it. I raised my children all the way into college. They never had a single dose of any antibiotic. It's amazing. Not once, not ever. Yeah. And I really do think good diet had a lot to do with it, mm -hmm. taking good care of them and being lucky perhaps. But I think the real big one was vitamin C. Because around our house, if somebody coughed or sneezed, you could hear it from all directions. Yeah. Take C! <laughs> 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 My wife's mom does the same thing. It's brilliant. Well, and it works. Yeah. And it, it's so elegant. And we laugh and we smile when we talk about this because mm -hmm. it's fun. And we like our job. We love talking to each other and to people because we have something uplifting to tell them that will really help them right now. Right. Right now. You know, put the TV down. Turn the computer off. Go take some C. You'll feel better. <laughs> but the other thing about this that's really nice is that this is so well established. It isn't guesswork. The medical literature on high dose vitamin C therapy is very strong. Mm -hmm. And that's my major message to people that doctors, real doctors have been using high dose vitamin C therapy against all manner of serious illnesses for 65, 70 years. Mm -hmm. If your doctor does not use vitamin therapy, you've got an old fashioned doctor. Yeah. <laughs> what a great show thank you so much for coming on before we uh before we go dr saul why don't you tell folks what you're working on and where they can find you i know you have a few exciting things coming up thank you i do and it's nice to have a chance to tell folks about the doctoryourself.com website non-commercial peer-reviewed totally free mm -hmm. doctoryourself.com's been up since 1999 and we have hundreds of articles there and Folks can search it easily, doctoryourself.com, and I have no financial connection with any part of the health products industry. The big project we're working on now is a movie to be released right around the end of November. Mm -hmm. It's called That Vitamin Movie. <laughs> 
And we're going to be talking about what you and I are talking about today. We're going to actually be bringing forward the doctors that actually use the high-dose nutrition therapy. We've got them on camera. We were filming up at a conference morning, afternoon, and night, yeah. getting wonderful, wonderful statements and footage and dosage hints from these physicians. So that vitamin movie comes out in November. People can stay in touch with what we're doing at andrewsall.com which is my commercial website. Mm -hmm. I do have a course, um, the Mega Vitamin Formula course, which is coming up soon. In fact, we're doing intake now for the next uh, course that starts uh, in October. And finally, the Facebook page, for people that just can't get enough of this, <laughs> is the Mega Vitamin Man. Awesome. I love that name. There's a cartoon of me in a Superman suit, if you can <laughs> handle that. The Mega Vitamin Man Facebook page is a place where you can share your thoughts and see what other people are doing and also follow what's new with my world. So much fun. Well, keep fighting the good fight. Dr. Saul, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Wild Superfoods and listeners like you. Whether you're looking to drop a few pounds, maximize performance for your next competition, or simply stay young and energetic, you need a name you can trust. That's why my wife Allison and I created Wild Superfoods. Our nutraceuticals and cutting-edge health supplements are literally the products we've been taking ourselves daily to upgrade our nutrition and optimize our health for the past three-plus years. And we're extremely excited to say Wild Superfoods is finally ready for you with much more to come. When you buy from Wild Superfoods, you're supporting a small family business, not a massive faceless corporation. We don't have any investors or stockholders to please, so our priority is you. We want to help you become as healthy as you possibly can be. Also, starting our own family company, it's kind of cool, has made it so we can create these shows for you without outside sponsors clouding our message of health. So if you believe in what we do, please check out Wild Superfoods. We think you'll dig it. And as a listener of Fat Burning Man, you can save over $80 on a one-time purchase or save over $128 when you select the subscribe and save option. Also, you can get free access with subscribe and save to our Fat Burning Tribe coaching and meal planning community. That place is awesome. I'll see you in there. It's usually at least $27 a month. So check out Subscribe and Save from Wild Superfoods if you want to get the tribe for free. We think you'll like it. So all you have to do is head on over to wildsuperfoods.com to order your very own health-boosting goodies for a big-time discount. One more time, that's wildsuperfoods.com. Thanks again for listening. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Fat Burning Man. If you liked it, don't forget to hit the subscribe button on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, the podcast app, or wherever else you might be listening to or watching this show. Got a second? Please leave me a quick review on iTunes. I always love hearing from you, and if you think someone else might like and benefit from this free show, please take a second to share it with a friend or with a family member. You can get in touch with me on Twitter at FatBurnMan and Facebook by typing in Abel James or FatBurningMan. Drop me a line anytime. Did you know that I've recorded over 150 episodes of FatBurningMan, winning four awards in independent media and hitting number one in more than eight countries? And here's some more good news. You can download and listen to every single episode 
for free. All you have to do is type in fatburningman.com. I'll give you a second to type it in, fatburningman.com. And you'll get all the show notes and video and audio versions for all the past episodes of Fat Burning Man. Better yet, enter your best email at fatburningman.com, sign up for my newsletter, and I'll even send you a quick start guide to start burning fat right now and a few of our ridiculously tasty recipes as a special thanks for signing up. Once again, just go to fatburningman.com right now, enter your best email to get your free fat burning download straight to your inbox and make sure that you never miss a show again. This is Abel James signing off. Thanks so much for listening and have a great week. Before you go, don't forget to grab your listener discount on our 30-day fat loss plan. In this plan, we share 30 days of mouth-watering wild diet meal plans that are designed to help you drop fat with real food. The meal plans are paleo-friendly, easy to make, and literally the meals that my wife Allison and I eat just about every day and night to stay lean, fit, and happy. In the program, you'll get the most effective method of meal and nutrient timing to best stimulate fat loss and muscle recovery, the truth about how much protein you really need for your body type, 30 days of specific healthy fat-burning meal plans as a done-for-you nutrition strategy, and tons more. If you check it out today, you'll even get a listener discount. All you have to do is type in fatburningman.com forward slash 30 days. That's the number 30, D-A-Y-S. Once again, that's fatburningman.com forward slash 30 days. I'll see you there.